Happy midterm election day. If there is such a thing, you're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. And I've got to admit, after living in this area now, it's going to be going on two years in uh, March. I still haven't paid attention enough to the candidates to see who I'm going to vote for. You know, I, I don't I don't pick either party. I kind of kind of float in the middle. But if I had to vote like for an annoying political ads, I'd be, I'm glad it's going to be over because you get so inundated with the with the commercials from the you know the different political parties and stuff people running for office that people that actually you know pay advertisement for legit businesses their shit gets buried because it's all these people running ads and stuff so i don't know what's going i mean i really didn't pay that much attention in indianapolis i'm not going to say how i voted but i don't know with the midterm elections i don't who knows what's going to happen if it's really going to change the course of stuff that we're on uh i don't think anybody at the poll is ignoring the fact that north korea is fucking around these missile tests still so that makes me just a skosh worried about what they're going to do. So there's a lot of uncertainty, but not as much uncertainty as the following audio clip I'm going to bring you. I want you to take a good listen to this I don't know how because to, this, I don't know how to listen to this. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage, but I do know how to build a football team. I'm sure right now, Jeff Saturday's like, you know, I don't know what goes into coaching. I've never coached before, but I know how to play on a winning fucking uh, Super Bowl team. They should let Saturday, Jeff Saturday come up with that. Just as some comedy. I'm surprised nobody spoofed on that. If that spoof right there, if that joke shows up somewhere, I better give fucking credit. The Alex B. Podcast. I don't know what goes into coaching. Um, I've never coached before except for like one high school team, but I know how to play on a winning Super Bowl team. There you go. I wrote the joke for somebody. Now watch somebody like fucking McAfee or somebody like more famous will get it and I won't get shit for it. So I know a lot of people are like tripping on this whole Jeff Saturday thing, but listen to this, man. They got eight games left in the season. Anybody with any kind of like coaching skill set is not going to take that job on a trial basis, not, not signing a deal. Nobody's going to sign a deal this late in the, in the game. So again, why not? What are you motherfuckers going to do if the, if the team starts winning? Could you imagine what a story that would be in the NFL and pretty much everywhere if this guy goes in and coaches and by some fluke, and I say fluke with the most strongest of expressions, they win. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. I did put a, post a picture on my social. Uh, we had Jeff Saturday out at uh, the casino back in Indiana for uh, for an event. Super, super nice guy, man. He Like most down-to-earth dude you've ever, ever met. Um, and yeah, super. Of course, you know, you're going to be super cool like that when you're getting a talent fee. So, of course, they're going to be cool. Anytime you're paying somebody to be, paying somebody to be at your property or do whatever, of course, they're going to be nice. They want that check. I mean, I'm sure he's like that in the streets, but I'm saying like I had a pretty good interaction with him. So we'll see what happens. Again, nobody's going to sit there and and take this interim job, especially with with the fucking with the record that they've got, and then try to roll the dice to see if they're going to get signed for a bigger deal. So really, at this stage of the game, what can it hurt? Like seriously, what can it hurt? I'm definitely have going to check the gambling sites. I'm definitely going to have to check the gambling sites to see if there's anybody, if there's any kind of like line on if he's going to make it and what he's going to do. I'm sure there is because people pretty much bet on anything or they could try to make a dollar off it or whatever. All right. Here's some Halloween news that I missed uh, in Rochdale, Indiana. I have no idea where Rochdale, Indiana is, but this is fucking hilarious. And anytime somebody can get one over on the cops in a funny way, not like, you know, killing them and shit, but it's funny to me. In Rochdale, Indiana, here's a headline you don't see that often. An Indiana man wearing a Pikachu costume on Halloween night fled from police while recklessly towing a trailer with a modified lawnmower. (laughs) Officials in the western Indiana town of Rockdale were confronted with that scenario after receiving reports that a 19-year-old man was wearing a costume of the beloved Pokemon, Pokemon, whatever character, was rumbling through town while children crisscrossed streets in the search of candy. 
Rockdale uh, deputy said uh, he tried to make a traffic stop, but the man wearing the brightly colored anime costume uh, turned around and gave the officer an obscene gesture, which means he flipped him off. I don't know why they just don't say he flipped him off. An obscene gesture. That's pretty much what, it, what they mean. So I guess they chased the man for several blocks before ending the pursuit and letting the Pokemon character go. After determining where the man lived, Bowler and um, this other guy went to his home and basically they found him. They got a scuffle with him and they arrested him. It would have been cool to arrest him in the Pokemon costume. Could you imagine having to wear that motherfucker in jail? They'd have a field day with that ass, but luckily nobody was harmed. And again, this is one of those funny stories. I'm not saying that breaking the law and shit's funny, but with all the other bad stuff that we see that happens with, with, you know, with, with traffic stops and everything else, I think this is a little bit of a bright spot uh, to otherwise sometimes pretty much dismal news. Sometimes more than once, sometimes a few times, I uh, remind you to go to the social media pages of the Alex B. Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, sometimes TikTok, and I posted a surveillance video up, okay? This guy's fucking his chicken in the bathroom, in the, in the, in the you know, it was like a disabled, you know, um, stall, said out of, or out of service. So he's like fucking, you know, doing the deed, and I guess the staff comes in there to say, hey, man, what are you doing? And all hell breaks loose. Now, the video right now is up on, up on the socials. And the chick, you'll see her, she comes out of the bathroom with both the drinks in her hand, you know, dress still in place, probably fucking whatever. And she like, has no, she must be fucked. She like is doing nothing to help this guy. Like nothing at all. She's just standing in the doorway while these fuckers are brawling with each other and staff comes in her and stuff. But yeah, the headline literally said, man getting, and they said, quote, intimate. No, man was fucking his girl in a nightclub in a stall. And a guy went there to see what was going on, and all hell break loose. But I do have the video up on social, Facebook, um, Instagram. I don't have it on Twitter, uh, but yeah, it's pretty. It's happening in Australia. I didn't think I had bad tempers there, man. Apparently, man, they, the dude. When you see the video, man, the, the staff member got his fucking ass like whooped. There's blood shit everywhere. But yeah, check it out. It's up on the social pages right now. Give it a listen, or I should say, give it a glimpse. Glimpse. All right, whatever. I'm going to stop stammering. You check out the social. I'm going to take a break, and we'll be right back, and you're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Next 
baby, make it hot. was the year that that song came out. It's hard to believe that that song is 23 years old. That was Methods of Mayhem. I feel like Casey Kasem. That was Methods of Mayhem. Tommy Lee, like, I guess, bolted from Motley Crue for like a hot minute and did the whole rap rock thing back when Limp Bizkit was out and, and, and everything else. And getting a, that, that was a big club record. I am not going to lie. I used to play the fuck out of that record in Gators back in the day. Four Floor Circle Center Mall, downtown Indianapolis. I also played it on X-103 a lot, too. It was kind of experimental. It was kind of campy. I think it'd be really cool, you know, with all these people that have been bitching about fucking Vince Neil not sounding like he did like in the 80s because people don't understand that people get old and shit changes and you guys, you know, want everything to sound like fucking shout at the devil and shit, and it doesn't. So stop bitching about fucking Vince gaining a couple pounds and not singing on key. That's just the way life is. When Elvis died and shit, shit was, he wasn't like always 50s Elvis, and I just hate when people say that and they're like bagging on Vince Neil. It's like, what do you expect to have happen? Yes, there are people that still sound good like they did back then or whatever that have had different lifestyles or whatever, but stop bagging on the dude, man. That's what I think. I think next time they get some negative press, I think fucking Vince should just fucking like, just like, like signal Tommy to launch into Methods of Mayhem, get naked and see how the crowd would respond. You know what I mean? Like, come on, just leave. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I even got on that rant. You know, I know people were not surprised that Mick Mars was, was retiring from the group. I mean, the guy, if you've ever seen him, first of all, he's like one of the most fucking brilliant guitarists out there. He is like the Motley Crue sound. And, you know, he's got that, that disc disease or whatever. I mean, the guy can barely make it on stage as it is. He can still shred like with the best of them. But, you know, he's definitely paid his dues. He's definitely made his mark on the industry, man. And fucking the dude's badass. Even just standing still. looks like a fucking mannequin half the time because he, he, the dude's in pain, man. But he still went out there and toured and do his things and, you know, do his thing or whatever. So... Man, I hope he enjoys a good retirement and, uh, you know, Motley just keeps doing what they're going to do and maybe Methods of Mayhem will get another record because that record was released in 1999. Then I guess they did another stab. They were on MCA label back then. So MCA actually kind of thought maybe something would happen. I guess they had a, a song in 2010 called Fight Song and another one called Time Bomb. Never heard of it. I heard it get naked again 23 years ago. Never heard of the other two. Maybe I'll try to dig them up before I leave. Or should I say before I sign off. And give you a taste of it, or maybe I won't. You'll just have to see. You already know with that sound effect that there's going to be some type of some type of law and order story, but nothing as severe as you see on the television show. I want to party with this guy. I'm not going to lie. 
I want to party with John Tyson. Not Mike Tyson, although Mike, Mike I'm, I heard, has got really killer weed. I do want to party with John Tyson. You're like, who the fuck is John Tyson, Alex? Well, I'm going to tell you. He is the CFO of Tyson Foods. Okay, you know Tyson Foods. Everybody knows who the fuck Tyson Foods is. CFO being chief financial officer. See, I learned those, those fancy job titles back in Indiana. And he was arrested in Arkansas after allegedly becoming intoxicated and falling asleep in the bed of a woman who didn't know him. Now, how did that happen? Yeah, Tyson Food CFO John Tyson was arrested Sunday in Arkansas after allegedly becoming intoxicated. He was also arrested on trespassing after a woman who didn't know him found him asleep in her bed. Tyson is a fourth-generation member of the Tyson family and was made CFO of the company last month. What a way to celebrate, hey, man. Hey, congratulations on your new gig. Now just get drunk and wander around aimlessly. That makes sense. I'm finding some little holes in this story, and I'm hope. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to put an opinion out, but okay. So he's found asleep at 2 o'clock in a stranger's home. Uh, she said Tyson was able to enter her home because the front door was unlocked. Well, that's a fucking stupid move. So I hope, I hope she didn't know him. Because it just sounds really suspect, you know, like maybe they had like, okay, like there could be one scenario. Now think about this. They went out or whatever. They got drunk or whatever. He passes out and she's like, you know what? This would make a really good fucking headline that this big executive is passed out in a sack and let me go ahead and call the media outlets. But I'm not saying that happened, but you know what I mean? It kind of reeks weird. Uh, when police tried to wake Tyson up, he sat up but was unable to verbally respond, then tried to go back to sleep. The police report said that Tyson's breath and body had the smell of alcohol and he was sluggish and uncoordinated. I think all of us that get fucked up are sluggish. And un- I don't know how that's a fucking thing. He was charged with public intoxication and criminal trespass and released Sunday evening after being held in the Washington County Detention Center. So the company said it's a personal matter. They're not going to comment on it or whatever. I just feel somehow there has to be some type of connection that this chick knows him or knows of him. I can't think a guy with this type of status but then again you look at hunter biden and he's a fucking idiot but did he really do that i don't know but something just tells me they know each other i don't know why i got a hunch that they know each other or something i just can't think how did he end up into wherever he was passed out i mean we've all done it we've all been pa- i don't know something i'm not i'm not buying what the media is selling right now i'm glad i can finally read off a couple crime stories that are kind of amusing again crime no but i'm not endorsing crime by any means but I hope, you know, they find out what's going on and how this dude just passed out and this chick's fucking, you know, whatever. But this is kind of interesting. I don't know. I, somebody has to explain the whole catalytic converter thing to me because I know there's big money in it. If it's illegal to steal a catalytic converter, then why are scrap companies still taking this? You know what I mean? Like, doesn't, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't seem to make any sense. If the, not, I guess there's big money in catalytic converters. I have no clue. But when I read these stories about this, why are recycling companies taking it? Like, hey, man, I got a catalytic converter, man. What you going to give me for it? Like, how is this not somehow circumvented or, or stopped or slowed down by the process of the people that run the scrapyards? Does that make any sense? Am I totally, completely off base here? I might be. I don't claim to know everything, but I just noticed it's kind of silly. But I saw a story where... Four catalytic converters were stolen from Metro Metal Recyclers on Natural Bridge Avenue down in St. Louis. Now, normally people go to there to sell their shit, right? Okay, hey man, I got a catalytic converter, whatever. Somebody broke in there and actually stole four catalytic converters. Now, I hope these dumb motherfuckers don't try to show up like a month from now trying to sell it back to them, but it could happen. Uh, catalytic converters, I guess it's a big thing. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. So, 
the only thing that's going to make it more interesting if they try to go back and sell it. I just don't understand why the scrapyards are still accepting this. If it's so illegal, and it's really fucking people up, that they're going underneath the car and taking these things off, that they're still... Because it's not like it's a chunk of metal that's not identifiable, okay, where you go in there and say, hey, man, I got this chunk of metal. It's worth XYZ. It pretty much is a distinguished look to it from what I've seen in the press and pictures online. But why are scrapyards still taking it and keeping the criminals in business? Do you think somebody legitimately is selling a legitimately acquired catalog converter to a scrapyard? I doubt it. In Twitter news, which I know everybody has been trying to like not pay attention or pay attention to Elon Musk buying Twitter and all these celebrities that are announcing that, oh my God, I'm leaving Twitter. Fuck this, et cetera, et cetera. Guess what, man? If you're relevant, you don't need Twitter. People will find you eventually. Start your own social media company or stay going on Instagram and Facebook and everything else. But I'm, I'm not, I'm going to leave Twitter. Then go. Fucking go, man. It's just like when people do that on social media, I'm going to give, I'm going to give Facebook a break. All right. You don't have to announce your departure like you're in a fucking airport. Just go. If you're relevant and people care, they'll find you. They'll bring you back. Speaking of bringing people back, Kathy Griffith, which she's a little bit of a lunatic. We all know she's, she was, she was funny at one point. Now, not so much. She got kicked off of Twitter because she was like trying to impersonate Musk, I guess, and, and talk shit about him or whatever. This is what this chick did. Now, this is how you know you're desperate for press when you have not been relevant in many years. The last time there was a big story on her is when she had that, that, that thing with Trump where she had like the bloody head thing going on and people fucking just basically, she, she fucked herself there. Comedy's one thing, but you know, going, going to the extremes that she did on that one post from a couple years ago is bad. But listen to this, okay? So she changes her screen name on Twitter to Elon Musk. Okay, ha, ha, ha. All right, so... She gets kicked off Twitter or banned from Twitter or whatever. So here's what she did. She fucking gets on her mom's Twitter. Her mom's dead, by the way. So just so she can be fucking, again, still relevant in the media, gets on her mom's Twitter and goes to talk a shit about Musk. I mean, come on, man. Are you that desperate? Like you used your mom's Twitter to talk shit on Musk because you got kicked off of your Twitter. I just don't understand what people are thinking that's just that's fucking thirsty that's like desert thirsty your mom is dead well wait a minute i'm gonna get the last word in stupid fuck i just don't understand what's the big deal if you don't want to be on twitter don't be on twitter you always have that option i always say that about people that say they look at objectionable stuff like in news threads guess what if you're offended scroll on move on you're dwell you're dwelling on it you're giving it energy that it doesn't need to have and then before you know it you're like wait a minute hold on this can't be right you know, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. That's just the way it is. I don't know if this is believable or not, but I'm going to, I'm going to have to do some investigating. Of course, this was found on TikTok. Go figure. The headline reading from the New York Post. I only eat butter, burgers, and bacon. <laughs> now that's a fucking diet I can get with. I've lost 30 pounds and now have clear skin. Now I wish this was my headline. I wish this was my truth, but it's not because that'd be fucking pretty badass. A self-proclaimed yo-yo dieter turned carnivore is going viral for her proudly anti-vegan diet. She's claiming she lost 30 pounds from just eating an all-meat diet. Forget about the fruits and vegetables. And she's racking up millions of TikTok followers in the press. See, that's how bad trends get started. Because a lot of people might try to do the same thing and might not have the same results. I don't know. So she said she lost 30 pounds. Her name is Courtney Luna, age 38. She's been uh, chasing fad diets over deciding six months ago that she would stick to eating burgers, steak, and bacon, complete with cheese and butter. Hmm. 
I'm going to try it. Man, no. I know that shit would not work with me. I, I struggle with fucking weight as it is. She claims that she's better than ever, having lost weight and improved her complexion. Better yet, she alleges she has felt less anxious and ditched her medication altogether. Now, maybe ditching her medication is why she's eating this crazy shit, but if you're healthy and you find out what's working for you, don't always listen to the doctors. Do you. But also, on the same flip side, don't dismiss doctors. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. You know your body. You know what you have to do. And if this is working for her, because there's a plate of this food. She's got like a steak and these fucking ribs. and oh, I can't do shrimp. But this bacon... And she says, I only eat meat and animal products, so lots of burgers, patties, eggs, steak, bacon, and lots of cream, butter, and cheese. Based out of California. No vegetables or fruit, and I don't even have spices. Vegetables and fruit can cause a lot of issues for people, and people with autoimmune diseases or skin diseases can be sensitive. So, I don't know what kind of shape she's in or whatever, but there's a picture of her. She's taking a fucking bite out of a stick of butter. Now, we used to have a St. Bernard, uh, Katie, who's passed, and she ate a stick of butter once. I just ate the whole fucking thing. And I'm like, man, when she shits, it's just going to be fucking bad. But there's a picture on her pre-workout where she's just eating a stick of butter. And I guess this diet has worked? I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to keep posting on that. In addition to this being midterm election day, it's also, I saw this uh, courtesy of Fox 2 Now over in the loo that today is national parents as teachers day and they asked the question online i haven't read the responses because i'm sure people are just going to be roasting each other what are some methods or lessons you use to educate your children at home well i know i can tell you me me growing up in the 70s you did something wrong you got your ass beat you didn't that was it you just got your ass beat i'm not you know not like joe jackson beaten but you know probably you know <laughs> probably <laughs> put it this way they were it, it was effective discipline in our household that you did not fuck up, period. So listen to this. There's, a, I'll tell you a story about this guy, and you know how they say the term? Okay, listen to the song. Oh, it's a small world after all. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Could you imagine this guy here? I'm going to tell you about this guy. There's a guy by the name of Quashon Burton of New York uh, who had a complaint filed against him in 2021 when the U.S. Postal Inspection Service tried to arrest him for allegedly stealing the identities of four people to siphon $150,000 in COVID-19 loans from the government. So they tried to arrest him, and uh, his mother's like, hey, man, he has no plans to turn himself in. So his mom pretty much fucking threw him under the bus. So he's been able to dodge since 2021 of last year, right? Yeah, just about, November 21. So it's almost a year later or whatever. Listen to this shit. You know how they caught him? This is fucking crazy. He was in fucking Disney World. He was on vacation to Disney World, okay? Wow. There's a guy by the name of Jeff Andre who was, I guess, involved in the complaint against him, and they saw it was a postal inspector, Jeff Andre, okay? So he's at Disney World. He sees the guy and noticed this distinctive H tattooed on his neck and realized it was the guy that has been on the run for the last year and got busted. Could you imagine? You're at Disney. You got your little fucking mouse ears on and shit. You're there with the kids and shit. Maybe Goofy's hanging out. All of a sudden, these guys are fucking arresting you in the Magic Kingdom. Wow. Ain't that something? So they have not seen him. So then October 20th is when they found him. So literally, like right before Halloween, he's at the Magic Kingdom, you know, and he gets busted. So the guy notices H on his neck, called the uh, park security, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, when the guy just got stopped, he didn't want to give up his ID, of course. So 
Yeah, they busted him. Just on vacation, man. Just That's to tell you, man, the most strangest shit happens. You look at some of the people that get away with the crimes that they do and say, man, how the fuck did they get away with that? That something like this, this guy's been dodging for, and, and all of a sudden he gets spotted at Disneyland because of this fucking neck tattoo. That's why when all y'all get tatted up, again, you do what you got to do you. But if you're going to get tatted up and go out and fucking and, and be diabolical and be a heathen, they can find you. Especially you see some of these mug shots where these guys got their fucking faces and shit all tattooed. Man, you ain't hiding from that. This guy has one little H tattooed on his neck. He gets spotted by the postal inspector on vacation and gets arrested. Man, it would suck. God, that would suck. Especially if they cuffed him like in front of all the kids and shit. Oh, well. All right, last story before I wrap this up because I know uh, it's a Tuesday and depending on when you're listening to this, you might be wanting to be doing something better than listening to this podcast. Again, you already know the drill with social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and occasionally TikTok. I've got that video up of that guy that got caught fucking in the bathroom. Now, there's no nudity there, okay? The video doesn't start with him having her fucking bent over, grabbing the fucking rail, and it doesn't, it's not like that. So just don't get too fired up thinking you're going to see something cooler than what I just told you. This is crazy. In Wisconsin, dated November 7th, Wisconsin nurse amputated dying man's foot without permission, the cops say. Man, listen to the, I'm telling you, I wish I was making a shit up. I wish I would say, hey, folks, this is the fiction part of the broadcast because it's that fucking outlandish. Dig this. A Wisconsin nurse is facing charges over allegedly, and there's no allegedly, man. If she cut the motherfucker off, she cut it off. Let's just get, stand with that. Allegedly amputating a dying man's right foot without his permission, according to local reports, Mary K. Brown, age 38, worked as a hospice nurse at the Spring Valley Health and Rehab Center, where the unidentified victim was brought last March with severe frostbite in both feet. And uh, at the end of May, uh, doctors reportedly believed the man was close to death. And this this nurse, you wait till you hear why. Wait till you hear why. And then I'm going to get out of here because this this, I can't even, I don't know if I can continue after this because this story is that outlandish. So at the end of May, doctors reportedly believe the man was close to death and Brown, who planned to preserve and display the foot in her family's taxidermy shop as a reminder for people to wear their boots. Now, you can't come up with like a wax figure or something, man. You're going to fucking cut this guy's foot off and bring a real human foot. Ugh. Uh, so she cut the man's off. Uh, she cut the man's neurotic appendage without his consent or a doctor's order. The complaint states Brown, for her part, reportedly told police she amputated the foot to make the man more comfortable. <laughs> How can you be comfortable if you get your fucking foot sawed off? Not me. I mean, I'm sure it'd be a hell of a morphine trip, but still, man. Man, that is crazy. You cut the guy's. Come on. Why? Like, what's going to happen, man? Like, who's going to foot the bill? <laughs> God, I'm out.